Hey guys, Kyle here. This next clip is a five-minute bonus clip with Eric Trump, uh, the second oldest son of President Trump. This was going to be a full episode, but I lost the majority of the recording. Um, before I play the clip, let me explain what happened. So I got a call from uh, Eric's secretary on, I think, Wednesday, September 30th, um, saying you can have a 20-minute interview, audio interview only with Eric uh, tomorrow morning at 5.50 a.m. So I contact the studio I, I work with and ask if that works. Uh, they, they say uh, that wouldn't work for them. So um, I basically have to do it on my phone. Uh, so I downloaded some apps that record the audio but uh, and test it, make sure it all works good. Um, and it did. Um, and uh, so I, I wake up early um, and I wait for Eric's call and he calls me and we have a great interview about 25 minutes long. Uh, we talked about all kinds of cool stuff and his views on social issues as well, like abortion and LGBTQ rights and uh, also some cool stuff. But I asked him um, what are some memories of his of his dad growing up, like did his dad teach him how to drive or like kind of like the dad things. Um, because, his, of course, his dad is, we view his dad as the president, but he's just also his dad as well. So um, I asked some cool stuff about that and, Anyways, yeah, so 25-minute interview, uh, hang up, and after the interview, I realized that after five minutes, the recording got cut off, so needless to say, I was pretty disappointed. Um, I did message Eric and told him what happened, uh, and he said he would come on the show again, um, so hopefully I can still post a full interview sometime in the future. Um, but yeah, right now, this is this is all there is, so just a little bonus clip. I hope you enjoy it, and uh, yeah, here it is. I really appreciate you doing this, man. Thank you. Yeah, you're very, you're very welcome, Cal. How you guys doing? Good. Busy day for you today. You're going to Wisconsin and Minnesota? I'm, I'm going to, yeah. I'll be in uh, Wisconsin. I'll be in Minnesota. We're all over the place. So it's, uh, it's, been, it's been incredible. Nice. Awesome. You, got, you had any time to go shooting lately or you're, you're, full, uh, you're full, full out on the campaign trail? No, we're we're full out on the campaign trail. Typically, if I'm not working, I'm uh, I'm pulling the trigger. I love it. It's my uh, it's my hobby. It's my sport. I love it. Um, but uh, yeah, we've been uh, we've been working really hard, so we can uh, we can do plenty of shooting after this whole uh, whole thing's done. But uh, you know, if uh, if Biden gets in, we're not going to have the uh, we're not going to have a Second Amendment. We're going to have nothing to shoot. And so uh, for uh, for the time being, I'm going to uh, I'm going to work every single second of every single day to actually make sure we win. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, I'll go get into my show. So it's called the Furious the Furious Show, and and what I do is I, I talk to different people around the world and, and get their worldview and and find out how they got to the values they hold today. So uh, I want to talk to you about how you came to hold conservative values. And and my first question is, what was it like growing up in, in the Trump household, and how did that shape the values uh, you hold today? Yeah. Well, you know, the uh, growing up as a Trump was uh, was certainly interesting. It was a very different world, you know, when when, when I was growing up than than what it is today. I mean, my father was obviously a well known guy. Um, he was an unbelievable developer in, in New York, um, you know, and so we lived, um, you know, we lived a great life. Um, you know, we were in the public eye, but not in the same way as uh, as clearly we we are today. But you know, my mom was originally from, um, you know, former communist Czechoslovakia, and um, you know. Uh, Pretty much every single summer, we'd go over there as kids. My brother, you know, uh, you know Donnie Bach and I would go over there. We'd go over there for a month, and um, you know, we saw a different, you know, very different, you know, um, aspect of life. You're literally in a communist country, living, you know, spending time with your grandparents. Um, 
in a very non-lavish uh, lifestyle, um, in a very, very blue-collar lifestyle, and it was it was an amazing thing. I mean, obviously, in you know, in New York, it was it was different for us, and um, you know, but we got to see kind of both worlds, and, um, and and we we almost grew up in a certain way in, in in both worlds, and I think it kind of shaped us into the people that we are today. And you know, my dad was always a big guy, and you know, in terms of work work ethic, um, you see how hard he works every day now, but. Um, you know, when we were 11, 12 years old, um, you know, we were thrown on construction sites and, you know, you're going to work and you're going to work for, um, just about minimum wage and you're going to learn the trades, um, of the business that, you know, hopefully you'll ultimately, um, like and enjoy and be into. And so, you know, we were on construction sites doing demo work. I mean, I spent summers burning, you know, um, rebar with acetylene torches. I, you know, I did electrical and HVAC and, um, and, and marble work and tile work and, um, and just about any other, you know, um, you know, thing that you can possibly imagine on a construction site. And it was, um, and it was great, you know, got to work early and, um, we, we left late and, uh, by the end of the day we were exhausted and, and guess what? It didn't leave a lot of free time to go mess around with drugs or drinking or any of the other stuff. And it taught you the value of the dollar. And it, it taught us a lot about, you know, building, which is, you know, ultimately what we do today when, you know, we're not you know involved in politics, you know, or, you know, my, my main day to day job. And, so, um, you know, our family was, was interesting, um, but, you know, it always emphasized hard work, um, good grades, um, no drinking, no drugs. Um, my yeah. father was always adamant about that. And, um, you know, it's kind of interesting uh, years later to look at uh, where we are. Yeah. So at the, at the supper table growing up in the Trump household, did you guys talk about politics and, and, and faith and, and those conservative values? Uh, to a certain extent, I mean, you know, certainly, um, certainly faith, uh, less so politics. I mean, I was, you know, we were a real estate family. We were, you know, we we're builders. I mean, the reason my father ultimately ended up, you know, running for president, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget him reading newspapers and he's sitting there saying, now how in the world can, you know, America give $150 billion to Iran, a country that hates our guts? I mean, it's a country that literally chants death to America and, 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 and really the entire, um, you know, Western world. And, and, you know, they hate who we stand for. They hate Christianity. They hate, who we are, they hate the lifestyles that we live, um, you know, on, 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 on this side of the world. And how in the world did we give them $150 billion? You see the biggest bridges in the country, um, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge, and you see, um, you know, you see the Tappan Zee Bridge. And these bridges, you know, bridges are being built by, you know, for four or five, you know, um, billion dollars. We give $150 billion, including cargo planes full of cash, to a country that chants death to America. I mean, are we out of control? Are we, have we lost our minds? And, you know, you look at articles, you know, um, America's ranked 30th in the world in terms of education. What are we, what are we doing? I mean, why aren't we promoting school choice? And you see articles about the military. And that's it. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. If you know of someone you think I should interview, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Uh, you can always email me at Kyle at the furiously curious show.com or you can reach me on uh, social media. And if you like the show, please do share it with friends and family. Subscribe to the show, leave a review and all that good stuff. Until next time. Thanks, guys.